Hi everyone, welcome to another video. Today we have a very special guest with us from UK, Clement. He's the founder of Altcoin Oracle and is working as an ML engineer as well. In this conversation, we talk about crypto, his journey, uh, space in UK, the overall ecosystem, and we also touch upon future possibility of ML as well as crypto. Watch the video till the very end, like the video, subscribe to our channel, and let's get started. So yeah, my name is Clement, so I'm, I'm French. I, and, I, and I work here in London, so I've been working for 10 years now uh, as a software developer, uh, more precisely machine learning. So all the models uh, where you train and test and deploy artificial intelligence models mm -hmm. uh, for different companies. Um, and more recently, I've started uh, this project called the Alcoin Oracle. So it's a media that just uh, uh, teaches people how to select altcoins. Uh, based on fundamental and technical analysis. So uh, people often think like investing in Alcoin is risky. I, I would say, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> it is risky, but it depends on when yeah. you're buying, right? And yeah. what you're buying. So when is technical analysis mm. and what is fundamental analysis? So I'm trying to write articles, mm. uh, machine learning models at the time, mm. just to show how to pick up coins, when to buy them, when to sell them. Uh, and uh, that's all you need to know, basically. So yeah. basically, like they're risking uh, your buy to make sure like you're buying at a, a low risk uh, with a high uh, upside potential, basically. Okay. So yeah, that, that, that's me. Let's let's yeah. start with your journey. Um, how did you first got introduced into crypto from ML? So I think it was interesting. Yeah, so that's that's interesting because I, I think it was like during the bubble, like just before the bubble of 2017. So yeah. you know, 2017, 2018, like the market got crazy. Yeah. Uh, and everybody in tech, everybody working in tech, started to buy. So I was one of them. So I started to to buy during that bubble. Okay. Uh, so I've experienced like the upside and then the very dramatic downside that came afterwards. So that like massive crash. Uh, and and then I stopped, so I, I kept some you know investments, uh, and then there are like two massive uh, downsides that came after that. So 2019, uh, we had like a massive crash of almost almost 80 percent on the uh, on the altcoin market, uh, Bitcoin as well, by the way. So 2019, 2020, um, and then I remember at that point it was like, this is a buy, this is a buy zone, just because it was too low, too undervalued. And I, I heavily started to invest from that point. Uh, also, keeping in mind that you need to be anti-correlated to the media. So, sort of something I started to understand like quite uh, a couple of years ago. Like, like when the media starts to say, "Oh, like uh, it's amazing, uh, uh, crypto is the future. Crypto is is is, is amazing. It's 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 gonna go up forever." Selling point. Selling zone, you need so to sell. Whenever uh, masses uh, do opposite to what masses are doing, have something 100%. unique perspective about investing. Okay. Hundred percent, man. I, I don't know what's your uh, strategy, but I, I'm very anti-correlated. So you need to be a bit bold. You need to be a bit like uh, have like a contradiction mm -hmm. uh, mindset. So when the media are like, "Oh, Bitcoin is dead. Bitcoin, uh, you know, is never gonna make it." Mm -hmm. buy zone when it's the opposite sell zone so if, if you keep that you know mindset of like watching what the media say and just adapt that that's like literally like one of my strategies to do the opposite of what i read <laughs> i don't I, know tell me about you like, what's, I, what's, I have what, felt what you, uh... i have felt that uh, having a 
very strong conscience in this industry uh, goes a very long way because in the very beginning people were only the people who understood how the technology how the underlying technology works and how things are going to evolve and what they just ignored whatever noise was in the market whatever someone was uh, saying on twitter or yeah, anything yeah. but uh, just following the white paper following the deep analytical aspect of how to uh, what this could become in future and they invested with that potential uh, keeping that potential in mind and now they are reaping the benefits those are the true ones like in 2015 or when vitalik launched ethereum how hard it would have been for him like the whole world was talking about uh, no one was talking about first of all crypto he was writing bitcoin magazines and all those things and now after that few years down the line he is a billionaire but his struggles during that time creating a community and when his own founders were fighting for uh, ulterior motives and to keep that uh, keep that uh, team going that's where i i also feel conscience plays a very a strong role if you want I, to create you know, something you, revolutionary yeah also you feel it on twitter you know mm -hmm. like at the moment on twitter or on social media mm -hmm. uh, it's very hard to get attention around crypto or because mm -hmm. we're in the middle of a bear market mm -hmm. so people are not talking about crypto and people can build so that the real people still here now they, th those people are, are the ones that it will actually will last because they're still here during a bear market and it's the same as an investor you know like on twitter is very quiet mm -hmm. uh it's a good moment to for me it's not financial advice it's like my opinion is like when i see twitter becoming quiet green flag <laughs> number one green flag number one it means like you know oh, tourists yeah. are out and it's very good to see because you know that you know uh the big projects mm. are being worked on at that specific moment uh and like good investors are getting in at that specific moment. So I, I kind of monitor uh, like people, CEOs, projects, NFTs, collections, all those things like when they start and they launch in the middle of a bear market and people are still building without the attention, green flag. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I start to, to get it. Well, when did you start with uh, crypto? When did you start investing? So I, I started uh, when I got my first salary. Before that, I was trying to invest in stock markets. But the day I got mm -hmm. my first salary was the day I invested in uh, crypto. So I started with a company called Vazirex, uh, which runs in India, and uh, that was the only company which ran even during the uh, time when government. So earlier, Indian government banned crypto trading in India at for some time interval. Then they had to roll back that policy, and there was only one exchange which was working even at that time. So Vazirex. So yeah, but as you said, uh, I totally agree. The big waves or the tsunami waves come come just after the entire sea has been silent and the waves have been calm. So yeah, it's it's a good yeah, wave yeah, yeah. which we can expect. What's your uh, repartition Bitcoin altcoin in your portfolio? Like, uh, like roughly, like would you do you uh, invest mostly in Bitcoin or mostly in altcoin, and and why? So. Um, Definitely Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, that's um, Bitcoin. I, I still feel that if in future things go well, then um, Bitcoin could be a store of value and could be used as a Forex reserve. While uh, first of all, we already mentioned, but nothing in this video is a financial advice. We are just uh, 
sharing our educational bit and invest at your own risk so yeah just a chat just a disclaimer so yeah uh, bitcoin i feel it's a store of value ethereum i feel is the b- core layer and if they are uh, able to launch that beacon chain and there are a lot of it is a very large ecosystem so definitely bitcoin and ethereum then i keep wandering around solana i also look at polygon terra i am really mm-hmm. interested especially after they have been buying uh, bitcoin at such lots a of lots of bitcoin to yeah, stabilize yeah. their yeah so okay, okay nice. so let's let's take a step back we directly jumped into this but uh, let's start yeah. with your ml uh, you did an aerospace engineering from university of illinois yeah. then you mm-hmm. uh, became an ml engineer and then you started yeah. core blockchain thing so how how are you managing that how how did this journey journey look like so yeah yeah it's so if you look at all my uh, past experiences they're all kind of quantitative so i've got it in math uh, then aerospace engineering and then i did a uh, uh, some engineering at michelin uh, and then finally jumped to full software development positions mm-hmm. uh, and then eventually machine learning but if you look at the common points and even the the project i've started recently about you know data driven analysis for coins all those experiences, they, 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 they're all quantitative. So it's all about like, uh, you know, trying to quantify things, which I like. So all this journey looks looks weird to people because, yeah, you're like math, aerospace, and then engineering, and then software, and then machine learning. But all this to me uh, makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. uh, it, it, like all those experiences, they're about like, you know, concepts and implementation of principles and trying to find hidden hints, uh, and especially with Alcoin, it's the best it's a paradise for uh, people looking for, you know, uh, hidden quantitative hints mm. to be able to invest. Mm. If, if you're after this kind of quest, mm. so trying to understand uh, what this event is going to bring in terms of impact, if you're after trying to understand, you know, what indicator is a is important to uh, the value of a coin. Mm. Uh, if if you're interested, if you're driven by this kind of you know quests, mm-hmm. you're in paradise. You're in uh, you're in heaven uh, with with the Alcoin market. So uh, that's why I've started to be fascinated by it huh. because it's it's very volatile. It's very hard to understand what is impacting what. And I just like this kind of recipe. So you, you have like a lot of volatility, a lot of questions, like what is the cause of this? And the altcoin market is, is, is the place for this kind of guesses and, you know, uh, quantitative bets. Um, so that would be my answer. It's like, I, I, so far, the uh, market is the best place for quantitative guesses and quantitative bets. And quantitative okay. models and okay. machine learning models. So yeah. Okay. So we will come to machine learning and crypto at a later point. But uh, first, uh, where when did you first invest and where did you invest and what's your investment pattern? Like you only invest in coins or you also go for L two solutions? No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like you, man. So I started with uh, stocks uh, the same way as you did. So uh, I started with. Uh, uh, 100% focus on stocks, uh-huh. uh, even with this idea that crypto, uh, you know, there's no fundamental. 
Uh, you don't really know what you own. I was in that mindset in 2017, 2016, mm -hmm. like, oh, I, I don't really know what I own if I buy crypto. So I focused on stocks. And then I had a, a like, I had a couple of um, a revelations, if you want. Yeah. Uh, where I, I kind of realized that this is a, a tech theme. So you, you're, you're buying like a tech product. First and of when all. When I understood this. Yeah. yeah, I, I moved. Yeah. So first of all, uh, I want to highlight that uh, I also thought, okay, what's the fundamental value in this? But uh, I saw a post what's by. What's your opinion about that? Yeah. So I I saw a post uh, by CZ uh, from Binance CEOs, uh, Binance CEO, that anyone, anything can have value as long as people are using it. And Bitcoin, with such a huge adoption. If so many people are using it and they are able to, they are willing to adopt it and they are willing to transact in that, that's the value. Ultimately, everything we wanted to create was a dem democracy. In democracy, uh, the, the money was created just to facilitate an easier transaction mechanism. And now we are able to do that with a code, then what's the harm? There is no government backing it, but so many people along with a very robust technical uh, technology, let's call it, with a robust technology, things are uh, backing up and now uh, why not? Why not use this? So that's that's my thinking. Yeah, and also when people say, um, you know, there's a common theme to attack crypto uh, and especially Bitcoin saying, mm -hmm. oh, you're buying something that has no value, uh, mm -hmm. that is not backed by government, uh, it's a Ponzi. Uh, so all, all, all this, uh, you know, like uh, angle of attack mm -hmm. is is completely wrong because when they say there is no product, mm -hmm. there is a product I can send like a massive amount of uh, uh, money, basically like anywhere in the world in a couple of seconds without banks. Mm -hmm. uh, I can buy art. Mm -hmm. uh, I can get a loan uh, without a bank. I can uh, do a lot of things. So very soon you will be able to uh, uh, do things like, for example, like uh, preparing your death. Mm -hmm. So like have smart contracts to be able to kind of delegate or give all your uh, assets to someone in an automatic way. Uh, so all this theme, like there is no product, it's nothing, it, it, it's not nothing, it, it does. It is bank. huge, it is uh, huge. It's the mother of all banks and it, it should be valued trillion dollars just because of it, just because it's uh, 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 it's big tech plus bank. Technology so, and how transparent it is globally, how connected it is exactly. globally. So I, I read a recent news that a, a CNBC conducted an experiment to send some Ethereum, some, some Bitcoin, from US Miami to um, Poland, a person, Ukrainian citizen, who is who was at that moment in Poland, and they tr completed the transaction in under three minutes. And the uh, women, uh, woman, she was able to withdraw that amount in cash from Bitcoin uh, ATM all within three minutes. So that that's huge. Yeah. And this is not like you can transfer hundred dollars. The amount which is it's it's a you can transfer any amount of money within the same time span so that's that's what i feel yeah and also in the war so during the war uh, it's a, it's an amazing place to store value because uh if the banks don't work and you just have your phone 
uh, you can go on an exchange, buy uh, a bit of Bitcoin, transfer to a safe place, or even move your uh, cold storage with you and just uh, leave the country. So it's probably the safest place on Earth uh, to have like assets uh, during a war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, like last maybe question I, I would ask you is, um, or we could we could talk about is around the environmental question. Oh, so there's nice, a, a nice. big question around you know like environments and mm -hmm. and the fact that uh, maybe crypto is not um, you know friendly mm -hmm. in terms of uh, uh, environmental aspects. Mm -hmm. uh, what what do you think about it? So earlier, this was definitely the case when Bitcoin and proof of work mining started. Then uh, some of the mining farms were taking uh, consuming energy more than some of the smaller countries as well. But now we are becoming more and more efficient. And with proof of stake, the energy consumption has reduced drastically. The second largest blockchain, Ethereum, is transferring its entire operations to proof of stake consensus. And we have now f uh, other consensus which are even faster, like Avalanche has its own consensus mechanism, proof of history for Solana, proof of uh, trust. Uh, that's something uh, which is coming in India. I saw a white paper. Polygon, which is the uh, one of the largest layer two solutions for Ethereum, they just announced $20 million and, uh, for going carbon neutral. So things are progressing. And this is way better than oil and gas, how much we have damaged through oil and natural um, fuels. So, and this is the thing which is not like limited in amount. Natural resources are limited. Technology is not limited. We can always keep on improving and always increasing, increase the efficiency of the things, how it work. And if we remove the, all the middle managers in between and make the blockchain even more secure, and even more efficient, yeah. then think of it how much manpower, how much industrial waste, and how much efficiency we will improve. And um, that's my view. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, no, 100%. So, especially around what you said around middle management, I think is really key because you're getting rid of a lot of people mm -hmm. that the fiat world is paying today mm -hmm. uh, to do things that are actually very damaging to the environment, uh, like was or. Um, so it's getting a bit political, but it's kind of true that the fiat world is actually like polluting a lot. Mm -hmm. So if you can replace this by an automated system, mm -hmm. uh, yes, it's going to use energy, but way, way less mm -hmm. than what the current system is using uh, to maintain itself. And it's it's very important because uh, I feel like the next couple of years mm -hmm. will be about, oh, Bitcoin is polluting a lot. No, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. polluting way, way, way less. less than what it's going to replace. What it should replace, and um, so yeah, that's my that, that would be my view. Is like yes, it does pollute. As you said, we're getting better with uh, all the new technology, Polygon, Ethereum, uh, and and the ways they're going to move. Mm -hmm. But also, it's polluting way less than what it's going to replace, and that's an obvious uh, thing that is missed most of the time in the media. Uh, traditional media, mainstream mm -hmm. media. So yeah, agree with you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, since you analyze a lot of things with altcoin oracle, what is one of the most surprising fact or news which have come, uh, which has come up in recent times, and uh, the most surprising to you? What ha what has it been? So I think the one you mm -hmm. talked about in the beginning of the video, which is Terra buying a lot of Bitcoin. Uh, Okay. Uh, is very interesting, extremely interesting, because it means uh, that an altcoin is actually believing in 
the king, uh-huh. Bitcoin, to kind uh-huh. of secure their uh, whole financial infrastructure, which is uh, massive news. So when I saw that, I was like, wow. Like we're getting let's really, let's go a little really bit deeper into that. Let's let's get yeah. a little bit deeper. How what's the implication of uh, uh, Luna Foundation buying so many bitcoins, and how does it affect USD? So I suppose like um, first of all, it's giving it's giving credibility mm-hmm. to Bitcoin mm-hmm. by saying like oh like our stablecoin mechanism will be backed mm-hmm. by Bitcoin, and we trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bitcoin to be able to back or uh, finance, which um, which is huge, um, just huge, uh, because it means like an altcoin uh, mm-hmm. and a foundation is actually deciding mm-hmm. to back their or like their entire platform mm-hmm. uh, and to and to and to choose Bitcoin as a as a backer. Mm-hmm. It is is huge, I think, just as a even like as a symbol, and also it means like. Um, to me, it means stability for the system, mm-hmm. because um, if you look at the way people are going all in, mm-hmm. Michael Saylor, uh, Terra Luna, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, even Tesla, so like massive institutions and massive, massive like altcoin projects are actually choosing Bitcoin as a store value, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, this is just a just a good signal. Like it feels positive for the future of the space. Okay. So we, what, what do you think about it? Similar. Uh, I have a similar view that one. What you said, totally agreed. On top of that, it makes the UST coin way more stable in in case that Luna, the price of Luna falls. Mm-hmm. There is an alternate uh, measure that we can burn Bitcoin to stabilize the their stable coin. So that's a really cool move. Like. Um, um, one of, uh, securing your stable coin with one of the most stable assets, but that has led to the supply dec- decrease in supply of Bitcoin and a lot of other issues. But huh, uh, I feel that now people are holding Bitcoin. Even governments are holding Bitcoin. There are around 11 billion dollars stored in uh, central government's uh, pockets uh, in terms of Bitcoin all around the world. So that's that's huge, and this is going to increase. So that's my feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely agree. Um, so yeah, that's one of the news mm-hmm. that uh, that I I mm-hmm. thought was was uh, huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what about you? Like, did you? Uh, um, I, I, what is? Yeah, let, yeah. Let's talk about a little bit about the implication. Uh, there are a lot of government bans which are happening uh, around the world, especially in India. Mm-hmm. So recently, mm-hmm. India announced a thirty percent tax and one percent TDS on every transaction. Uh, in crypto oh, yeah. space, so that is huge, and they are planning to launch their own CBDC. So, uh, let's talk about how, what's the situation in UK yeah. and how is the government over there thinking, and what's your view that like analyzing the whole economy around the globe? Uh, how's the government behaving, and can they really ban crypto? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So I, I can start with how, what's happening in the UK. Yeah, uh, let's start with that. because that's where I'm paying my my uh, my taxes. So I can <laughs> I can tell you about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, there are uh, two type of uh, two types of, of taxes in the in the UK for crypto. Okay. Uh, the first one is when you buy and sell. Okay. Uh, and that's going to be capital on gain. So between ten and twenty percent, depending on your salary. Okay. Uh, and then there's another tax when you're staking. 
So when you're in a liquidity pool or staking, uh, say Cardano, okay. uh, and you receive like a weekly uh, weekly rewards, uh, okay. that amount of money, so that that uh, uh, rewards is is taxed on income uh, income tax. So you get two different taxes. Like the first one is capital gain, second one is income tax. Okay, uh, and that's very clear. So I suppose like the situation in the UK is. Okay. Uh, very like a lot of taxes, like it's being taxed, but it's a positive thing because it gives clarity mm. and it, it gives like good confidence in the way that you know the government knows what it's doing. It's taxing it. Okay. It means it's going to be adopted because if you tax, once they tax, it. they can't so, collect taxes on illegal things. Once they tax, they say <laughs> it's legal. So in in a exactly, yeah. uh, not straightforward way, but yeah. So, uh, what's the rate? Like, uh, is the rate similar to any other capital gains? Is the rate equal, similar to any other income tax? So, on uh, capital gain, uh, it depends on uh, how much you're making as a salary. So, if your salary is in a given uh, range, yeah. you're going to pay 10% when mm -hmm. you sell. But if you make a lot of money, you're going to pay 20%. Is that 10% uh, equal to what you pay on your regular income or is it higher for crypto? No, so that's, yeah, that's capital on gain. Uh, now, if you're staking, yeah. uh, you're going to pay just like a salary. Mm -hmm. So when you're staking, you're going to pay uh, taxes just like uh, just like this reward was a salary. Mm -hmm. So in that case, you, you pay 45% uh, mm -hmm. of tax ish. Uh, depending on you know your salary as well, um, so you're going to be taxed 10, 20 percent if you buy sell capital on gain, uh, and you're going to pay 45 percent, 45 percent on on staking. So that's, because it's salary, that's so it's not a fact. Okay, it's so, a so but it's staking not. happens in <laughs> staking happens in an anonymous decentralized manner. Okay, uh, in most of so, the, uh, the there is a there is a bot, yeah. so you, you, you can uh, stake in different ways. So mm -hmm. if the staking is predictable mm -hmm. uh, and always the same amount mm -hmm. uh, ish, mm -hmm. that's considered uh, income tax. If it's an airdrop or an NFT uh, airdrop, for example, mm -hmm. uh, it's not really predictable. Mm -hmm. So because it's not predictable with a given amount, uh, you're going to pay taxes differently and so the difference, I think, is that it's going to be capital on gain. So oh. a lot of different cases. Oh. Uh, if the staking is predictable, mm -hmm. liquidity pool, uh, on-chain staking, uh, all these things, income tax. If it's not predictable, like an airdrop or something you can't quantify before you receive it, capital. you go back to capital. So. That's that's very evolved way of doing that rather than doing a straightforward uh, certain percentage taxation. Uh, so, so I in India, thirty percent or yeah, thirty percent uh, since starting this April first, thirty um, mm percent -hmm. tax on entire uh, whatever you earn, capital gains, mm -hmm. and one percent on every transaction, irrespective of uh, losses or uh, so you can't offset your losses with the gains. Is that the case in UK mm -hmm. too? So can you offset your UK, gains? Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna pay the tax. Uh, so first of all, you get like an allowance. So the first, uh, I should check the numbers, but I think the first couple mm -hmm. of thousands. Uh, I think it's twelve point five k. 
Okay. Uh, so if you make less than 12.5k uh, of gains, you yeah. don't pay tax. Okay. Okay. And then above that, you start paying tax. So then you, you start paying 10 or 20% depending on uh, your salary. So you definitely uh, pay the difference, right? So you buy, the coin takes 20%, you sell, you pay taxes on those 20% minus the tax allowance of okay. 12.5k. That makes sense. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, got yeah. it. Uh, there might be some changes in the number, but uh, that's that's just uh, yeah. just yeah, a, a rough explanation like, of how things are working in UK as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. sense. And what about other countries? What do you think? Uh, Indonesia, such a low tax. Other smaller countries. So, uh, yeah. So I know about France. Uh, uh, I know about France, and France is doing it differently. Mm -hmm. um, so they consider that everything that happens on an exchange mm -hmm. is non-taxable. So. If you go back from Ethereum to stablecoin, mm -hmm. you don't pay tax until you really go back to fiat. So everything that happens on an exchange, uh, swap, swapping coins, uh, selling for stablecoins, uh, no tax. But moments yeah. where you're trying to withdraw actual money, uh -huh. so uh, euros on your account, that's the tax moments, so that's where you're getting taxed. So it's very different. Uh, and then you have like Portugal, where I think it's not taxed at all. So uh, it's the best place to go, I think. Which, which one is uh, the best strategy for government, according to you? They, should they like the do something like El Salvador, adopt everything, make this legitimate and just take all the benefits of crypto, or they should regulate it heavily and- uh, Yeah, I think yeah, it's a good question. I, I think like from my uh, point of view, from my perspective, I rather pay tax, push in the direction of, uh, you know, making the thing clear, legal, uh, you know, participate to that movement of, okay, crypto is a thing, we tax it, there's a clear guideline, and I stay here because I, I want to, you know, participate to that uh, democratization uh, movement of, okay, it does exist, we tax it, uh, people accept to pay tax. I want to be into like I, I want to join this kind of uh, okay. uh, dynamic because uh, I, I think that's what will because if everybody goes to El Salvador, mm -hmm. you're basically sending a signal like um, you know there's something dodgy. People don't want to get taxed. No, no, I want to get taxed. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Altcoins will be securities. They will be you know acknowledge as securities. Some will pass the bar. Some will not. Okay. Uh, I will happily pay tax taxes on it. And I want this to be pretty clear. And um, so that's why I'm staying. I will pay tax. I will uh, be clear about it. Uh, I'm not going to try to optimize because I want the space to um, grow uh, and be, you know, validated by the establishment. There so there shouldn't be a fight. There shouldn't be a fight between Sorry? government and people. There should be an, a harmony <laughs> and uh, a, a, a way where we can all adopt this as quickly as possible and reap the benefits mm -hmm. why why yeah, put our exactly. in so i think the tax the tax makes sense because you're you're saying oh it's an asset uh, you tax it i think the next question will be altcoins uh, and all the question around security mm -hmm. uh, security law so are they securities are they not should they exist uh, so you know all those icos pre-mined uh, you Thanks. name it uh, are those guys actually legit 
Are they not? Uh, you know, will you lose all your money if at some point they decide that those coins are securities? Mm -hmm. So I, you're going to tell me what you think, but I, I will tell you what, what I think about it. Yeah. Yes, altcoins are securities. <laughs> uh, yes, it's just like a stock. They need to be regulated, I, I think, um, just like a stock. And they will have to go through this process. It will be a bit painful because, uh, you know, it's not ready. Like some uh, projects are a bit less ready than others. Uh, but I think, yes, they are securities. Yes, uh, it will have to, you know, uh, evolve. And yes, it's going to be mainstream. Uh, only at this price, you know. Uh, what, what do you think about altcoins? And, uh, I feel you know? uh, since we are talking about security, it's not that the technology itself is not secure. It's about that people are yeah. not putting an effort to make it make a secure draft a secure smart contract, properly audit mm -hmm. it before launching things and have the in, mm -hmm. have enough knowledge before they even go to the market. They are just ramping uh, yeah. things up, just just developing in weeks time and launching things up. So this whole space is moving so fast without any regulation. That's uh, without any uh, code of conduct, let's call it. Let's not call exactly. it regulations. Yeah. So exactly. they, need a, they need a guide, a guidance, yeah. or at least like a set of principles rules or rules. For ICOs, premines, you know, all those coins from Ethereum to the last of coins, like all of them, mm -hmm. they're all impacted because they're all premined or ICOs or uh, you name it. <laughs> I'm not even sure I know the latest, uh, uh, you know, projects, but okay. uh, I think those are the principal ones. So pre-mined and ICOs. I need, I need a regulation. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's let's jump into a future a bit. You do you yeah. work with uh, ML, right? Let's go, uh, let's yeah. talk about ML plus crypto or blockchain technology. Is there mm -hmm. any future which you can mm -hmm. see? And if so, in which specific domain of crypto or DeFi specifically, anything? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so I, I think a lot about this actually, uh, and I see two different uh, two different uh, you know topics around mm -hmm. it. The, the first one is for investment, okay. so using machine learning for crypto investment, and then the other one is like mm -hmm. projects that are trying to use ML mm -hmm. on the blockchain to kind of automate some tasks on a ledger. Uh, okay. so there are two topics that today are quite, uh, you know, um, young and not really mature, mm -hmm. but uh, both of them are interesting. So on the first one, so using machine learning for investment purposes, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot to do, like a lot to do, because all these questions of, you know, like what indicator has the most impact on price? What's the most important thing? that will predict the future of a, a altcoin project. So those machine learning, statistical learning questions like uh, uh, looking at signals and trying to decide which signal is more important to the price mm -hmm. or even like what's the best buying zone. Uh, you know, those questions, they are machine learning questions if you, if, you, uh, if you dig. So yeah, good. These, these things can really help uh, benefit the regular investors because they mm -hmm. uh, they will be able to extract the full potential and uh, they can be mm -hmm. will be able to profit from uh, crypto in a much simpler way let's call it that if these mm -hmm. there are services like this or a portfolio management company which runs entirely on yeah. uh, um, ml yeah. machine learning models yep yeah and also 
you know, like a lot of things is done to trade, mm -hmm. you know, on a daily basis for day trader, but very little to, you know, uh, bet on five or 10 years. So today, if mm -hmm. you want to find a website or a, a content that is telling you how to invest on five years on altcoin, mm -hmm. there's nothing because everybody is like focused and obsessed mm -hmm. with, you know, making like a profit daily on a, you know, on a trade, on a daily trade. Mm -hmm. But machine learning models can also help you to, you know, decide an entry point mm -hmm. on five to 10 years, just like for stocks. So yeah, that, that, that would be one thing I, I think. But uh, that would require a lot of effort and even that is not so mm -hmm. great in stock markets as well, yeah. Um, we yeah, I suppose. Uh, it is interesting with stock markets. So uh, mm. because you can, for example, look at what's a good net margin and what's a good uh, 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 net debt for mm. a company to perform. Mm -hmm. um, that's a machine learning question. Um, I wrote an article on my, on my website about it. So you can look at companies uh, as they all have like a net debt and a net margin, mm -hmm. and you can draw it on a 2D mm -hmm. plot, scatter plots. Mm -hmm. And, and look at which one are performing and ask the machine to find buying zones based on the net debt. Correlations. And, uh, and five, 10 years. Yeah, exactly. So you can say, oh, companies with less than 20% uh, net debt, mm. they're all performing based on, you know, thousands of companies. Mm. You draw them on a scatter plot and you find buying zone. Mm. This is the kind of stuff machine learning can do for the long-term investor, see what I mean? So just hints. Um, it's the same for me. Like I see it the same way for crypto. You can. What about any uh, products in M ML? Using ML plus crypto products, which uh, actually people can yeah. use. Like um, uh, ML was used There's for Tesla. AI. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if you've heard about Fetch AI, uh, which is a project I'm I'm uh, heavily buying. Okay. Um, so it's a, a machine learning model embedded on the blockchain. So basically like you're, um, you have what uh, they call agent in artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. which is like an autonomous node that will take decisions for you uh, and help you find say um, a plumber. So you have a problem with uh, in your house and you wanna go on Google and just find a plumber. Well, blockchain could just anticipate your need um, and kind of, uh, you know, run all sorts of uh, actions, like for example, calling the plumber, mm. uh, uh, pre-programming the actual uh, time mm. for him to come to your place, mm. uh, and finally paying for you. So all these things today, they're not possible because things are too centralized and there is no entity uh, like artificial intelligence entity running on a centralized uh, platform. So Fetch AI would be my first, uh, the first project. We'll I'll look into that. Since I haven't. Yeah. I, I, uh, so I think uh, mixing oracles, ML and blockchain means oracles with ML, that, that could be one area. So for those who don't uh, know, oracles yeah. are used to link real world data mm -hmm. with blockchain. So yeah. Yes. And actually, so it could be two ways. Mm -hmm. So the Oracle can uh, take the data from the blockchain mm -hmm. and give it to the user, or the blockchain can take the data from the outside world to build predictions. So oh, yeah, I 100% agree with that's this. Like Oracles can uh, 
absorb the data from the real world mm -hmm. and kind of predict the weather for, uh, let's say, tomorrow and give it to you on your uh, on your wallet. God knows what what what, what could be possible, but uh, this is pretty interesting. Yeah, good. <laughs> this is pretty interesting. Like, uh, ultimately, what is a, in a very crude way? Ultimately, what is a machine learning uh, model do? It just feeds on data and uh, establishes some useful correlations. So, uh, for feeding data, we can use Oracle. For running simulations, we can use any storage, uh, anything, even blockchain. And with usage of blockchain, it it becomes so so secure that uh, and so transparent that it's it's very beneficial right um, yeah yeah it's true uh, you also have like storage projects that mm -hmm. are uh, doing just like AWS today but on the blockchain mm -hmm. so it's not just machine learning itself it's also the storage of the data for machine learning projects which is a revolution so rather than having your data as stored in a centralized cloud mm -hmm. you get your data stored on a ledger so the machine learning model is running against data that is not pulled from a cloud centralized service, but pulled from the blockchain itself. Uh, all of this is in the future, 10 years, we don't really know, but way it's earlier. coming. I feel way earlier. Well, this, this is pretty interesting. One, one point I just uh, got, I haven't given a thought, I am just um, thinking yeah. as we are going. So if we use, since blockchain data can be made anonymous uh, with Bitcoin Mixer and Tumblr services and all, and mixing that with ML, uh, we can uh, generate a very independent, a very transparent model where the data is less biased and uh, there is less control of a centralized entity over that data. So what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult to talk about it because the options are so endless yeah. that uh, you end up being like, like I, I think I can't really grasp, you know, the complexity of what's coming, yes. and that's one reason yes. to invest. That's one I reason can't... which is stopping people from adopting masses from adopting crypto technology as well. That's what I feel. Yeah. So when this is happening, you know, when you don't understand the technology, there are two possibilities. It goes to zero because it doesn't exist, or it goes to uh, it does 100x uh, like Apple. So um, personally, I don't really follow the guideline when I don't understand or I don't invest. I, okay. I do the opposite. Like if I, if I don't understand something, it, it's, it, it means that. That's I, how you should do people, it. That's yeah, how everyone people, should do it watching it. If you don't understand, yeah, you don't invest. Grasp, like, the, 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 you know, the entirety of the thing. Yeah. It's going to zero or it's really not going to zero. <laughs> so. If you're not understanding, then it's gamble. But people say the whole crypto is gamble. What's, what's your thought? I, I just feel that if you don't understand it, if you are not investing with a thought process behind that investment, then it's a gamble. No, I, I, yeah, I'll give you an example. Like when I started investing in uh, Ethereum, it was in 2018, so just after the crash. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember being like, I don't really understand that thing. Like, I remember being like, oh, it's a worldwide computer mm -hmm. that runs on multiple computers mm -hmm. and that can run calculations just like a, a shared Excel spreadsheet plus plus. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, but I don't really understand like 
what it is, but I can feel, you know, you feel like when you hear stuff like global computer mm -hmm. or worldwide computer for the future, mm -hmm. that is uh, calculating things without the need of a uh, human and kind of uh, bringing smart contracts where you can sign something without any middleman. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're investing. You have no clue, but you, you can feel, you know, that smell of uh, it's very cheap. It's and it's doing something that to I wrap your head around. <laughs> so I put a bit of money at that moment when I I, I had the intuition that a global computer, uh -huh. distri like distributed global computer, was being built, and I cannot really grasp it, mm -hmm. and I cannot really understand what it's going to do. I was like, and it's too cheap. It was like literally like all time low ish at the time. So like, okay, I I put some I'm, I'm going to put some money because <laughs> looks too big. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. If you don't understand and you still want to learn with that intention in mind. So I also started with what I can lose. So I put the money and just forget about this and just keep on learning. Since I have invested my money, there is a motive uh, that, okay, I need to learn about this particular stuff. So yeah, that's that's the way to go about yeah, this. Yeah. That's the way to go. That about makes this. sense. That makes sense, man. Yeah. Nice. Any, any closing thought? Anyone who is starting in crypto, you want to say something for that? Uh, yeah, be careful of when you buy. <laughs> uh, that would be my... my uh, Not when my, everyone uh, is talking about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be careful of when you buy. Okay. Um, because crypto is uh, risky or not risky depending on when you buy. So if you buy at the top, it's extremely risky. Mm -hmm. If you buy when it's cheap, it's less risky. And when you buy the bottom, mm -hmm. it's not very risky. So I would say you like not financial advice just my guideline i will, I will that i uh, add as a block letter so i yeah, will add a banner like yeah, that you put a no financial <laughs> advice in the middle oh, yeah. uh, but check when you're buying definitely. that would be my advice definitely <laughs> what about you what's your what's your what's your advice um invest in fundamentally strong companies uh what you ex actually feel that this has a real value. It's really difficult to grasp, like you mentioned. In stock market, we see that this particular company is making X product, which I'm using, and I really like it. So there's other, other 10 people or 1,000 people. And I know that this product will keep on growing. So that's why we invest. But there is a little bit uh, detachment from the um, reality, or we are not able to relate with crypto products in a way we are able to relate with the real world products. So. Uh, that's difficult, but once you get into the ecosystem, you actually go through the depth of the technology, how things are working. Then you understand, okay, what is going to make more sense? It's really difficult to judge at this point what will succeed five years down the line and what will be the entire nature of this ecosystem. But uh, still, you can make some pretty good guess that these projects are the most uh, intriguing and most interesting ones to you and invest only that amount which you can lose, which you can afford to lose. Don't put your life savings mm. into that. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Definitely. Nice one. So, and cool. thanks, sir. Uh, we had, at least I had a really good conversation. Uh, I, I had a really good time, man. That was so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, let's, so let's keep connected. Let's do yeah. more such sessions. And all the best for altcoin that's it guys thank you so much if you have stayed till now hope you liked it hope you enjoyed it do check out altcoin oracle link is in the description and see you next time thank you so much